This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, September 7th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. New DPR Acting Director. Lawmakers call for more storage dollars. GOP Ag Committee members seek hearings ahead of reconciliation. And FDA PFAS food results questioned. DPR Acting Director tours Southern California. Julie Henderson assumed leadership of the Department of Pesticide Regulation in early July and plans to convene the administration's effort to shift the state away from conventional and toxic pesticides, she told AgriPulse. During a recent tour of urban and agriculture sites in Southern California, she was inspired by work at the Ventura County branch of the Rodale Institute and Organic Research Center supporting regenerative agriculture. A grower doesn't have to be entirely organic or regenerative to use practices that are in place at Henderson. That's part of what we want to try to facilitate as part of this overall move to safer practices and more sustainable practices. Like the Rodale Institute, Henderson hopes to bring whole communities together to solve pesticide problems using a model for collaboration DPR developed in the wake of canceling the organophosphate insecticide chlorpyrifos. At Cal EPA, Henderson has worked closely with DPR on policies like this. The chlorpyrifos ban was one of the first things she worked on at the agency, she said. Henderson hopes to continue working with growers, community groups, UC researchers, and agriculture commissioners to collaboratively solve these problems. Central Valley lawmakers call for more storage investment. In a letter to Governor Newsom last week, Republican lawmakers and one moderate Democrat called for more funding for water storage infrastructure in the budget package. The Central Valley again bears the brunt of the state's lack of planning for long-term water storage, reads the letter. It has been over two months since the state's budget was signed into law, and yet it still lacks any drought assistance. The coalition notes that the state water board curtailments have amplified concerns, while the Department of Water Resources proposes a rate increase of up to 18% for water users. Republicans seek hearings on reconciliation package. House and Senate Ag Committee Republicans are urging the Food and Agriculture Climate Alliance to join them in calling on Democrats to hold public hearings ahead of considering ag spending in the $3.5 trillion budget reconciliation bill. Committee Chairman David Scott of Georgia has announced a business meeting for Friday that to consider the reconciliation package. Like your members, we are deeply concerned about the impact that a hasty and partisan reconciliation bill of this size will have on the long-term viability of existing farm bill programs, a letter to FACA noted. And the House Committee's GOP leadership warned in a letter to Scott on Sunday that the committee's reputation for bipartisanship has been tarnished by actions of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Democratic leadership. The committee is now scheduled to conduct another exercise in raising our nation's deficit through policies and provisions that have been drafted in secret without so much as a public hearing. 
that ranking minority member, Glenn G.T. Thompson, and seven other Republican committee members said in a letter to Scott. In August, FACA sent a letter to House and Senate leadership expressing support for voluntary conservation and climate programs, but cautioned it, quote, must also protect existing farm bill programs and do no harm through tax changes. FACA is made up of more than 80 member organizations who represent farmers, environmentalists, foresters, agribusinesses, food, ranchers, sportsmen, and state governments. View FDA's PFAS results with skepticism, Consumer Reports Food Policy Head says. A Food and Drug Administration survey showing no detectable levels of PFAS in all but three of 167 processed foods sampled should be viewed with skepticism, the Director of Food Policy for Consumer Reports said in a commentary yesterday. FDA released results August 26th, finding only three food products with detectable levels of PFAS, that fish sticks, canned tuna, and protein powder. But FDA could only test for 16 of 600 of the PFAS currently in use, and the testing methodology used by the agency applied limits of detection and quantitation that likely underrepresented the presence of PFAS in food. Brian Ronholm said in an opinion piece posted on Food Safety News, it's published by food safety lawyer Bill Marler. Nor did the agency test for any PFAS used in food packaging, Ronholm said. The paper the agency released said, due to the limited data on PFAS in U.S. foods, further investigation is needed, especially on other types of highly consumed foods. The paper also cautioned that the limited sample size, quote, cannot be used to draw definitive conclusions. The chemicals are highly persistent and have been linked to increased risk of certain cancers and low birth weights. Kraft Heinz to pay $62 million for long-running accounting scheme. Kraft Heinz has agreed to pay $62 million to settle charges brought by the Securities and Exchange Commission for recognizing unearned discounts from suppliers and maintaining false and misleading supplier contracts, which led the company to tout the resulting cost savings to the market, the SEC said in a release Friday. According to the SEC, the company restated its financials after the agency began its investigation in June 2019, correcting a total of $208 million in improperly recognized cost savings from nearly 300 transactions. In addition to the charge brought against the company, the SEC said Eduardo Pelestone, Kraft's former chief operating officer, and Klaus Hoffman, the company's former chief procurement officer, were also being charged by the SEC for their roles in the scheme. Pelestone, quote, was presented with numerous warning signs that expenses were being managed through manipulated agreements with Kraft suppliers, but instead pressured the procurement division to deliver unrealistic savings targets, the SEC said. He agreed to pay about $314,000 to settle the charges against him, while Hoffman, who neither admitted nor denied the SEC's allegations, agreed to a settlement of $100,000 that is still subject to court approval. Here's today's She Said It. I represent Central California. 
I want to maintain representing Central California and do not want to represent the coast. That Senator Susan Eggman of Stockton in advocating last week for a measure on sea level rise. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, September 7th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.